0: My name is Samantha Jane, and you are listening to my Blocked to Blessed podcast. In my work as a soul path coach, I help my clients connect to their soul, divine energies, and most importantly, the path of their soul, because it's in their soul's path That all the success, the happiness, the joy, the love, the wealth, the abundance that is destined for you lies. We simply have to recognize it, tap into it and work in our power, in our place of calling. So if you're ready to connect to who you truly came here to be and the work you came here to do, then keep listening. Lisa great to see you again and thank you for coming on to um, my podcast my YouTube channel it's great to have the chance to chat really and um, so for anyone listening or watching um, tell us a little bit about yourself who are you? <laughs>
1: <Wow>. <laughs> Well, who I'm known for in the now is, um, I'm Lisa Williams, I'm a spiritual mentor and founder of Spiritual Sisters Collective, Um, but I've not always been known as that. I've been a dance and theatre school owner and teacher for 17 years. Um, I'm also a mum, a wife, a dog owner, (laughs) lizards, (laughs) All, all of the things, all of the things,
0: yeah so how long have you been embracing the spiritual aspect of life would you say Mm -hmm.
1: realistically when I look back ever since I was little
0: yeah
1: ever since I was you know I was very intuitive when I was little I you know I would go off with the theories as they say but I was connecting to spirit a lot Um, and I I kept that to myself because when you're children it's kind of like it's just imagination right it's not it's not real I think through then the teen years, I blocked that out a lot because when you're a teenager, you try to fit in because you don't want to stand out because, you know, standing out means you're more targeted. And I was very, very bullied as a teen, Um, Mm. you know, but even when I tried to fit in, I was still very much a misfit anyway. But I very much blocked that out. I had a, a very violent upbringing as well at home. So my teenage years were very much quite I didn't want to be anywhere (laughs) I didn't want to be in school and I didn't want to be at home and the only journey for me that I felt any sense of freedom was getting off the bus and walking down the hill and I used to make sure I used to walk very very slowly and that was my only moment where I felt a deep connection to there must be more to life than this and
0: yeah
1: and and that and then I guess then into my adulthood and when dance, dance has always been present for me, but when I went then into opening a dance school, for me, that was very spiritual, but maybe not in a conscious way. Yeah, I didn't consciously yeah. know that actually the work that I was doing within the dance world was very spiritual. Um, I never fit into the rules. I didn't do curriculums or, you know, home down on particular genres. I very much went with what my students felt like, yeah. I always ask these questions, how do you feel energetically when you're moving your body? And just because, I used to call myself Miss Lisa, just because I move this way, if that doesn't feel right, what feels right to you? So I was always asking these very, if you will, spiritual questions to my students and, and ran it that way. But what I did, I think it was from all of the past traumas that I had in my childhood. Yeah. Depressing very much who I was you know, a lot of my adult life as well, really suppressing. So although in the, the dance world, I was very much open and free, the business yep. side, I was a people pleaser. So I become a compulsive people pleaser. Okay. Maybe, maybe to fit in, maybe yeah. just to fit in, maybe yep. through fear of, of speaking my truth. And it was in 2017 that I had a breakdown. Okay. I completely burnt out and I didn't want to be here anymore. I was done. I was like, do you know what? I am done. I felt quite, like, you know, I was a victim of everything that I'd been put through from from my dad to high school children, to work colleagues, to suppressing my emotions. It all got a little bit much. Um, And my husband had said to me, you know, you need to reach out. You need to reach out because I'd already wrote the the goodbye letter. I, I was done. And it was October, 2017. I'd gone to my local GP. Um and it was the first time really that I spoke to a stranger, if you will, and said how I how I felt. So I guess it was the first part of my healing journey
0: mm, by just
1: admitting that.
0: Yeah, because it's obviously you went into the process of what we identify as an awakening. And I think people think spiritual awakenings are light and fluffy, and they're mm. actually not. They tend to begin with your darkest nights, and, and we can have many of those, not one. So did you did you feel are very much aware as if you were in that sort of process in an awakening or were you just so consumed in the human experience
1: yeah not in that very moment so when I was in the doctor's surgery no and then he'd offered me antidepressants and there was almost something beyond myself saying Mm. that it's it's not the right path for you and so I you know I rejected that but I still felt comfort that I'd opened up as I left that day in October very overcast day and the cloud just broke apart you know when the sun just sort of peers through yeah and I stood there and I was sobbing and for me I think that was the moment again it was unconsciously at that time of my spiritual awakening it was like but the words that were coming through to me was you have a purpose on this earth do not give up you are here for a reason
0: yeah
1: and i was only like a five minute walk from the gp but it must have taken me two hours to get home through the crying the stopping the reflecting the what's going on something is changing and shifting yeah. i didn't know what it was i didn't have a clue it was a week later my daughter she was nine at the time she wanted to go to the local museum for half term break and as children do the gift shop is like the best part of the day,
0: yeah,
1: <laughs> and she wanted to pick up these crystals now I remember having a connection with crystals when I was little, but again, like I said, you block all of these things out, you you forget, you fit into society you you go with 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 what you're told you should be doing, and etc yeah. and again, I had this nudge it was like it was like I'm not saying there was spirit there, but it was like someone was pushing me. And I leant over with no thought, like I wasn't in my head and I picked a rose quartz and I didn't know what it was for. I didn't know the meaning. And for about a week or two, I slept with that rose quartz on my heart and on my pillow. I felt this deep connection. It was yeah. just a beautiful experience. And then I became, I'm going to say healthily obsessed <laughs> with You became a crystal hoarder
0: did you Lisa?
1: (laughs) Yeah Yeah. so I became kind of obsessed with um, crystals and healing properties and what they meant and then as you know one thing leads to another and then it's affirmations and meditations and breath work and and then I led I found my Reiki master it was just like one thing after the other was aligning it was a beautiful experience it was almost an out-of-body experience of anything I've ever felt and I couldn't describe it yeah to my husband to be
0: out of body because you have to release the mind of the body Mm. to enter the spiritual awareness element so I know what you mean exactly but but it's great isn't it well I think I think it's great (laughs) (laughs) when the crystal radar is on (laughs) I love it. So you felt how how long do you think it took you to obviously you've had that moment, you've walked out of the doctor's surgery. How fast did things start to shift for you, do you think? At what timeline are we looking at on this? Would you say looking back?
1: Pretty quickly.
0: Yeah, it is, isn't it? Pretty quickly. Yeah.
1: It was like I was introduced to so much like the, my world was opening up into a place that I couldn't, or I didn't know was possible with the physical eye, if you will. Um, but I started with things on my kind of spiritual healing journey from from journaling and affirmations and breath work. And like I said, it was just, and then people were, I was like, how have I come across that coach or that mentor? Why have I got that book? It was like, these things were just happening in synchronicity. Yeah. And it just I just started to feel good I couldn't explain to anyone what I was feeling what my husband knew is whatever you're doing it's working
0: yeah, I was going to so, ask you how did your yeah. husband feel because we all know Lisa you are you will not be the same person it's impossible for you to be the same person Absolutely. before this thing. I always think and believe that people step into the the, the truer version of themselves. It's a, 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 Never known anyone step into a bad version. And there's to go ego tripping and power hungry. I have seen that over the years, I must admit. Mm. But but your husband is accepting of the new Lisa.
1: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> it's not cost through your relationship. We like that. <laughs> I think people worry about that, you know. So how did you jump from being a dance teacher to who you are now, what you're doing now?
1: Yeah, so my I very much trust the process. I'm not a huge planner. I'm very okay. intuitive. I, I, I do love, I'm a bit airy-fairy. I do love to do the day-to-day rather than, you know, set five-year goals and things like yeah. that. But I already knew that there was a shift happening. I'd done it for 17 years. I ticked all of the boxes. It was very successful. And I still had a love and passion for it. But I knew there was more. And yeah. I knew that there was more within me. And I had to step up. I had to level up in a different way. So COVID. COVID happened okay
0: so for me it
1: was more of divine timing with that. I know it was so awful for so many people but for me I felt when it first happened a sense of freedom because Mm. it allowed me to go deeper and work on myself because I had to close my dance school and at the time I thought I was going to close it temporarily and I was going to go back and in the meantime of them when I go back I will just you know dip my toe into this and see you know what what happens yeah but then you know I was I was in the garden I think it was about May 2020 and I did I felt like I'm opening up it was for me sitting in the garden I could hear the birds in a different way I could hear things in a different way before it was oh the birds are making a noise Whereas it was like, other oh, birds are singing, you know? It was like, I really felt the grass beneath my feet. I felt that connection. I was literally in love with that time to heal, to journal, to feel like, gosh, there's so much knowledge and wisdom just guided to me. And then um, due to COVID and numbers and restrictions, it didn't feel right to me. And I was at that point in my life where I was like, if something doesn't feel good, it's not for me. Yeah, I'm absolutely. not interested in forcing anything. You know, if, if the parents are not ready, if the students are not ready to come back, if it's financially not viable, no, I'm not doing that anymore, I'm done. Yeah. So it was heartbreaking
0: mm, and ball-
1: ballsy to be like, you know, this is my passion, all I really know, my yeah. financial security, but I have to make the decision. And I did. So it was actually just over a year ago that I officially closed um, the dam school. So I'm still kind of, I guess you could say there's still an element where I'm grieving a little bit. Oh for, yeah, because end of an yeah. era.
0: No matter what it's yeah, end of an absolutely. era, and you will grieve the old, your mm-hmm. old identity.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. But
0: you're embracing the new.
1: I really am. And, and I'm enjoying the journey. And I'm trusting the process, even when I can't see the results. And I think that's that's the key as well to spirituality, and yeah. is to just trust on the days when it's like, oh, not today, I cannot go. A-. And you know, you have so many, but like you said at the beginning, it's not all fluffy clouds and rainbows. Oh, it's no, you know, there's mo- <laughs> moments of it. Let yeah, me this tell happiness. you, there's some beautiful yeah. moments of it. But I think from 2017 to the present moment, I've entered many a dark night of the soul, yeah. you know, where I thought, You know, you're testing me here. (laughs) But also, I think in those moments of being tested, my faith is so strong now. Yeah. But even though I'll cry and I'll get angry because I, you know, I feel the feels. Yeah. I still know that there's something beautiful that's going to come out of the other side.
0: And I think it's having that faith. Yeah, definitely. So what would you say to anyone watching this Mm who is perhaps hiding their spirituality or nervous of embracing it what's what's one tip or piece of advice that you would give them today
1: it's you know it, it is a hard thing to do because i think a lot of people kind of hide away in the shadows of speak because of fear of judgment mm-hmm complete yeah. fear of judgment I know when I sort of came out in of my witchy side I still had my dance school yeah. so I had a point where I guess you could say I had a responsibility of the image that I had portrayed for such yeah. a long time so it can be frightening yeah,
0: it really absolutely. can
1: because it's change and we fear change sometimes but yeah. on the other side of change There's so much, there's so much beauty. There's so much knowledge and wisdom. And I think when you fully step into your truth, one by one, certain people will fall away and that's okay. Yeah. But the right people will come because you will open up, you will almost declutter. It sounds awful, doesn't it? But you almost declutter people who are not meant for this, this beautiful new version of you. No. But you will find and attract those who are
0: yeah definitely yeah definitely and there is that gap in between those two the the losing and the gaining there's definitely a gap and that gap is because you're meant to spend far more time on your own right because that's where we find Mm ourselves. and I do feel as well it's not even a one-off thing that actually happens constantly through this journey of spiritual growth every time you're leveling up Mm -hmm. we do have to leave people behind or situations and people behind because they're just not of that same level Mm -hmm. of awareness and understanding. Mm -hmm. So again, in order to be comfortable with that version of ourselves, we have to spend time on our own. Mm -hmm. So we do get used to it, don't we, Lisa?
1: (laughs) Well, I have to say, I, um, (laughs) I absolutely crave alone time anyway. Yeah, I love being with a group of women. I love insp- inspiring women. I love the energy of it. Yeah, but I think my nature is always to be a bit of an overgiver. So then I tend to burn out anyway and be like, right, I've given now. I need to just rest and rejuvenate, and I need a lot of that. I need yeah, a lot we of
0: do. That, you know? We do. The more it goes on, the more we need. <laughs> Trust me, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's good it's good I feel it's healthy Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I think that embracing your spiritual side means you are living far more authentically because you're embracing the whole of who you are Mm -hmm. and that's where acceptance comes from so anyone listening Lisa where can they get hold of you if they feel drawn to connect with you and learn more of your story
1: yeah so I've got um I'm actually being a bit of a rebel and right. I'm doing something different so I'm closing down my free community yeah and the reason for that is because I want my energy to be in my paid community
0: yeah
1: and that, that's just what has got drawn to me but you can find me I do have a page spiritual sisters collective
0: Fabulous. or
1: I do have a website as well which is spiritual sisters collective.vipmembervault.com um,
0: Fabulous! We'll include that in the links below. Thank well. you. It's been a joy to speak to you, oh, Lisa. Thank you.
1: It's been a pleasure.
0: You <laughs> know, crazy. Pleasure. We crazy could talk. We got together, and we could talk for hours and hours. I'm in mean, no really doubt. <laughs>
1: we'll have to do. A, we'll have to do a part two. <laughs> yeah, we
0: will indeed. We will indeed. We'll do a New Year version.
1: <laughs> and New Year, oh, New Year, so
0: <laughs> and all that jazz. But thank you so
1: much. Thank you so I'm much. Appreciate thank you. you
0: my pleasure thank you if you enjoyed my podcast today and you would love more help with aligning your business to the abundance that you were put here to receive pop over to my website needapsychic.co.uk and discover the many ways that I can help you